This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. To get a front row seat to American agriculture, sign up for American Farm Bureau's free e-newsletter at fbe.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Transportation's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration is out with new language on what it considers an ag commodity for the purposes of transportation. The new language includes agricultural commodities, non-processed foods, and also addresses the 150 air mile exemption and hours of service requirements. A statement from the U.S. Cattlemen's Association says they're concerned about the definition of non-processed foods and what that will mean for concerns about shelf life. Michael Formica is a lobbyist with the National Pork Producers Council. While agriculture currently has an electronic logging device exemption through appropriations riders, he says NPPC wants a more consistent approach. We would like to see some permanent solution to that. And, you know, at NPPC, we're not, the pork industry isn't opposed to ELDs in and of themselves, but the underlying rules need to make sense. And so if the ELDs are in place and the ELDs that are on the market are, you know, forget just the underlying rules don't make sense, but the, the ELDs in the marketplace are not really designed for the kind of operation that a livestock hauler is going through. He says legislative relief could have a vehicle in an infrastructure package. I'm hopeful that, you know, maybe if there's an infrastructure package, part of that is a transportation package and, you know, and, and maybe we can get some congressional relief. He says there's debate over whether or not the issue could be addressed through regulation rather than legislation. A new study could help the U.S. in the fight against African swine fever. AgriPulse's Ben Noli has more. As African swine fever runs rampant in wild hogs in Eastern Europe, swine health officials hope a USDA-funded Vietnam study will keep the U.S. prepared. Paul Sundberg is director of the Swine Health Information Center. He says the study focuses on learning lessons about control and management of ASF. About using oral fluids for surveillance, about using penicillin tests, partial depopulation, use of ELISA for surveillance, rats and mice, the roles of rats and mice, all of those kinds of things that you probably could study in an experimental environment in a laboratory on Plum Island. But you do it five or ten pigs at a time there, and we can do it real time in the outbreak in Vietnam. The study began in 2019 and is made available through a grant by the Foreign Ag Service. We got $1.7 million from Foreign Ag Service with the help of the National Pork Producers Council um, to study ASF, like I said, with the outbreak situation, as well as to provide to Vietnam producers, veterinarians, government Um, information, uh, epidemiology seminars, virology seminars and webinars. The ASF study lasts two years. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the massive shifts to virtual business has impacted many aspects of agriculture, including promoting American ag exports to overseas markets. Ryan Legrand is the CEO of the U.S. Grains Council. He says much of their work has gone virtual. Uh, We at the Grains Council are certainly ready to start traveling again, start to have these face-to-face meetings, but we won't do it until it's safe. And when it is safe, I think when you can get back and sit across the table from someone and and see those those gestures and, and, and read that body language, I just think there's something additional that's picked up in that versus the, uh, the virtual world. 
While the virtual format has changed how the council does business, Legrand says there have been benefits. Well, all that face-to-face interaction is gone, what we've, we've prided ourselves on for the last 60 years. So, you know, we've had to adapt, just like everyone else has, and I think we've done a good job. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing our events virtually. We're having a larger turnout at many of our events than, than we would in person. He said a recent online gathering had roughly triple the participants as the typical in-person counterpart, which might bring some long-term changes to their strategy. But he says while the business model may have changed, the reputation of American products abroad remains strong. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. To get a front row seat to American agriculture, sign up for American Farm Bureau's free e-newsletter at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.